Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. In this episode, Daisy Jing joins us again for a detailed conversation about how she leveraged social media to grow her customer base. Find out which strategies work for her company, Banish, which platforms they use, and which trends she thinks will dominate the social media industry. I want to talk about the, 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 the base that you've built here, right? For starting off in YouTube for Banish. Like, how did that, obviously, you started with your first video. The video went out. You're like, oh, shoot, the video's out. You're like, oh, shoot, can't put the genie back in the bottle. Oh, shoot, this is going well. People really care about what I have to say. People obviously were, were resonating with the, the message you were putting out there. Um, how important is social media? I mean, obviously, for your business, it was the foundation. Um, are you on any other channels, TikTok, anywhere else? Are you, where else are you guys at where you, you're pivoting and you know having fun? We're on everything. <laughs> you have to be Everywhere. on everything yeah. nowadays. Yep. So yeah, TikTok is something we want to focus more on. Um, Instagram is definitely very important to us. Uh, YouTube, we're still on there. You still have to be on there. It's a lot of maintenance and growth in every single platform. Yeah. yeah I was going to say that's, you know, it's depending on obviously the, I mean, you guys are seven figures and well, actually, how many, I asked you this, how many employees do you guys have? 13. 13. Okay, cool. So you got a good healthy team. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, the social media thing is, is, can be awesome. I always recommend for businesses like don't can't focus on all of them, but in your situation, because it's really getting the word out and there's so many people that need your product. I think that makes sense, right? Where you have, you have to get out on the new platforms and be out there and doing your little dance videos or whatever you do on TikTok, right? Whatever happens out there to get in front of the people that need your product early on in life. So I think that that makes total sense. So where are you guys, are you still, obviously YouTube is still big for you. Where, what are some of your other channels that have, that have gone big? Well, YouTube kind of died down a little bit because I stopped making content um, as the business took off. It was just too hard for me to make mm-hmm. a lot of content. And that was a big regret of mine. I should have kept doing it <laughs> because it's really hard to go back in once you've died down for a little bit. Um, so that's my biggest piece of advice is just always be consistent. It might be like a lot of work, but but <laughs> there's a momentum when it comes to social media. So yeah, YouTube, we're still doing that. And now we're actually hiring um, influencers to make content for us on our channels. So that way I don't have to be doing them all the time. And then Instagram has been really popular for us. But now it's funny. I feel like Instagram is kind of dying down a little bit and people are now on TikTok. So now we're pivoting to TikTok, right? Um, yeah. So just being able to change strategy and go into whatever is trending and kind of get ahead of the curve. Uh, before it really gets saturated. Yeah. I mean, that really is the key, right? It's kind of those early adapters. That if you have a platform, it's hard because then you've got to put all that work into it and, you know, saying, oh, it's early and we got to try and you're hoping the platform takes off so you can be an early adapter. And then if it fizzles out, you're like, ah, all right, let me move over to like Vine or something like that being an example. It's like, you want to be present um, and bring, you know, to put out that content. And I, you know, myself as a content producer, I understand the how hard it is to be on all the platforms and the amount of time it takes to be able to produce content for all those platforms. Um, it is very time consuming, but I think there's efficiencies that could be put in place. And, you know, there's been times like YouTube is an example. My YouTube channel is terrible. And there was times where I started to do it and then I didn't, and then I didn't start doing it and I didn't. And then, but you lose the momentum, right? If you're not on there all the time, I always tell the influencers I work with, you know, if you're not on stage performing, then they're going to buy a ticket for another show. And that's just how it goes, right? It comes, which is, which kind of sucks, but that's, you know, if let's, you got to get to keep it going. You got to keep the band alive and keep things going. So what other, any other social media strategies that work well for you when you guys were working with Banish? Is there anything that you guys like, wow, this was really cool. I, we tried this strategy. It's not something that we thought would have worked and we kind of were just trying it and it like took off. I think our long-term relationship with our influencers have been really good. Um, 
you know, they're, they're a part of our community and we don't do the transactional. We try to really stay away from the transactional. We'll give you this. We'll give you this much money. If you post this, 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 we really try to build a long-term relationship because again, social media evolves. Um, people grow, people change, things happen. And if you build that relationship that, that really gets you ahead of um, maybe other bigger companies that just do pay for post. On that note, Daisy, allow me to inform my listeners that my team and I can help businesses generate better ROI with customized influencer marketing campaigns. We can help you find the right influencers, craft your influencer strategy, co-create content with the influencer, manage your campaigns, and track results. But that's not all we offer. You can also benefit from other digital marketing strategies we offer, including content marketing, SEO, online PR, and more. Just go to shanebarker.com, that's S-H-A-N-E-B-A-R-K-E-R.com, and choose whether you want to hire us as a consultant or a fully managed services. Now back to the conversation with Daisy. So you guys have built that long-term relationship. And then how many influencers do you guys work with about? Oh, you have a number? Hundreds. Who knows? <laughs> hundreds. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that is some of the value. And, and I think, um, you know, people ask me, hey, like, you know, should I work with an agency if I'm an influencer agency? And the, the time that I tell them that it, that it could make sense is that if you're working with the agency because they have relationships with influencers and they know the influencers that are good, that can, you know, once again, that are serious about what they do, they're going to get stuff done on time. They're going to, you know, it, it's, there is that, there is huge value in that relationship. And it sounds like you've been able to foster that relationship with your influencers and be able to make it so that they, you know, it's no longer a pay to play thing. It's like, Hey, we just believe in the product. And obviously there's going to be some upsides, whether that's affiliate marketing or whatever that is, but the goal being, Hey, like this is something that I really, really believe in. And so I don't necessarily need to be paid every time I talk about it because I'm not being forced to, right? I mean, it's that's, which I think is the differentiator. Right. And I mean, we like on, on Instagram stories, I mean, I'm watching all their stories. I know what's going on. I know what's going on in their personal life. Like I know stuff about them and I treat them as, you know, they're my friends, right? I mean, they are my friends. We, like we talk all the time. So it's not, there's that human connection to it. I think that's been really important for us. Yeah. Well, that's a differentiator, especially when you're going up against some of the big players that you guys have in your industry. It's like, you know, there's, there's, it's hard, right? You don't have the, the billions of dollars that, you know, well, at least right. starting off, you didn't, you know, you didn't have that big budget to be able to go and, you know, go do 10,000 commercials in two right. days, right? You had to get a little scrappy, which, which you're used to that. That's your, that's, you were based off that. Your last name should be scrappy. I'm just saying, that's not saying you need to change it, but I'm just saying, that's, <laughs> right. I, I think that yeah. makes more sense to me. Um, so in your opinion, what are some good social media trends that you're seeing that's going to be important for e-commerce in 2021? What, anything that you're seeing on your side that you're like, obviously then tech talk and stuff like that, but is there anything that you're seeing that, that you want to let the audience know about? TikTok. That's it, huh? Just a TikTok. tick and a talk. TikTok. It's, it's everywhere. People are on it, you know, and you got to get on it. I, I was like, no, I'm not going to dance and put captions. I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> point to things and do all this stuff, but you, you I mean, and it's, now you can't stop yourself. Now they can't put the genie bag in the bottle. You just can't, you wake you up just, just gotta, jumping around and pointing at things and making right. it happen. Just you got You have to do it. People's attention spans are shorter than they've ever been before. TikTok is only one minute or less. Instagram reels is 30 seconds. You got to make content for people who only have 30 seconds of attention. That's crazy. So how big is your, how big is the old following in there for banish on TikTok? Uh, I think it's like 10 K or so we're, you know, <laughs> the same thing. It was uh, two and a half years ago. We were really on it. I was like, this is gonna be the next big thing. It's amazing. Blah, blah. And then we just kind of stopped 
and now we're trying to pick it up again. But at least we're knowing to pick it up. Uh, so yeah, we're really trying to work on our TikTok following. Gotcha, gotcha. But that's probably, I mean, the thing is, is 10,000 is probably some a heavily engaged audience there. So that's that's a good thing. That's, I mean, that's, I think my TikTok's at zero. There we go. Hey, that's how much Shane's on TikTok. It's not really where my audience is at. So that's true. And I, you know, the thing is, is I'd have to like use an inhaler if I start dancing like that or trying to, you know, probably hurt something and break a hip or something like that. I make it sound like I'm a hundred, but not that old, but I just, TikTok is like, I love it. I mean, I think it's awesome. Like, you know, you can definitely get sucked in. You start watching some videos and stuff like that. But I think for what you sell, it's like, makes total sense. I don't know if I'd get too many, um, too many clients off TikTok, but who knows? Maybe it's a future. Tips, you know, like three tips or three things I've learned from entrepreneurs or, you know, just those bite-sized you know, takeaways. Now, yep. You, you want me to get on TikTok? Is that what you're secretly telling me? Like, <laughs> right? Shane, I yep. think, I think you need to get up in the morning and do videos and start per- performing for your TikTok audience. If I get on TikTok, I will, I will let you know, and then I'll have at least one follower. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. We can so do a duet there too. So I mean, why not? I mean, that's why not? I just put on some Ben Gay and I'll just start getting down and dancing. So that'll be awesome. Right. This episode was fun, Daisy. And I may just take you up on that TikTok challenge. For our listeners, thanks for joining our conversation with Daisy, and I hope you've learned a lot. And while this episode may have come to an end, I have more in store for you on the next Marketing Growth Podcast episode with Daisy Jing. Stay tuned.